0: Welcome to 7 Minute Torah. I'm Rabbi Micah Streifer. In this podcast, we explore the weekly Torah portion in about 7 to 10 minutes. We make modern meaning out of ancient texts, exploring them through liberal Jewish eyes. To become a supporter of this podcast, please visit patreon.com slash 7 Minute Torah. All right, welcome everyone. We are deep in the rising action of the Exodus this week as we open Bo. Bo begins at the beginning of Exodus chapter 10 and goes through chapter 13, verse 16. And in this Parsha, we will read about the last three plagues as well as the actual Exodus, the actual leaving of the Israelites from Egypt. Before I jump in, let me make a shout-out to the small group of people who sponsor this podcast. Those who give on a weekly basis, those who give on a monthly basis, and those who give even one time, you can support 7-Minute Torah either at laasok.org, L-A-A-S-O-K dot under Support Laasok, or at patreon.com slash 7-Minute Torah, and all of that information will be in the episode notes. Let me also just announce that we're going to have a class next Thursday, January 25th, in honor of Tu B'Shvat, which is Judaism's environmental holiday. It's called Helping the Rains to Flow, Environmental Wisdom from the Shema. So we'll spend about an hour on Zoom studying the Shema and learning what it has to teach us about our relationship to the earth. And you can sign up for that at laasok.org, L-A-A-S-O-K dot under Current Classes. Now, as I was saying, this week's Torah portion finds us just a few verses away from leaving Egypt. We sometimes think of this part of the Torah as a kind of a fairy tale, a children's story. We tell it to our children at the Seder table, We draw funny versions of the Ten Plagues, you know, cute Egyptians with boils on their noses, funny frogs jumping around Pharaoh's bed. But this is actually a tragic story. It's a very serious story. It's a story where there's quite a lot of suffering and quite a lot of death. And one of the most tragic pieces of the Exodus story is the role that the human beings in it play in bringing about their own suffering. The Parsha begins with these words. Vayomer Adonai el-Moshe. Adonai spoke to Moses, saying, Bo el-paro, ki ani et lev avadav. Go to Pharaoh, God says to Moses, for I have hardened his heart and the hearts of his courtiers in order to display these signs and wonders among you. So God's instructions to Moses here are to go to Pharaoh with the knowledge that Pharaoh will not let you go. Pharaoh's heart has been hardened. I spent quite a lot of time last week talking about what it means for God to have hardened Pharaoh's heart. We talked about the ethical implications, the question of free will, but I want to pull on a thread that I started last week when I quoted an interpretation by Rabbi Ovadia Sforno, who says that actually Pharaoh brought this upon himself, that the increasing suffering of the plagues led to Pharaoh's increasingly hardened heart, that it was his choice, that it was his reaction to the suffering that was going on around him. The reason I want to pull on the thread of that particular explanation is because I want to discuss the topic of fear. I think that one way to interpret what's going on in this Parsha is that Pharaoh and his courtiers are increasingly suffering because they are increasingly entrenched in their position, because they are increasingly fearful. Now, Exodus begins with fear. Way back at the beginning of Shemot, we were told that the whole reason the Egyptians enslaved the Israelites was that they were afraid of them. Back in Exodus 1, the Pharaoh says to his people, "Hine These Israelites, they're too numerous for us. We need to enslave them so that they don't join our enemies and rise up against us. So this whole thing was set into motion by the fact that the Egyptians looked upon these people that were different with fear. They were afraid of what was different rather than working to build bridges and recognize their similarities. And I think the same kind of fear is at play in these ten plagues. Why does Pharaoh increasingly refuse to let the Israelites go? Why does Pharaoh deny all logic, deny even the pleas of his own courtiers, of his own people, saying, let them go, let's be done with this already? I think it's because he's afraid. So afraid of change, so afraid of a society that would look different, so afraid of what would happen if his slaves went free and we had to do something different, so afraid of anything but what he knows. Not to mix literary metaphors here, but a certain great teacher once said that fear leads to anger and anger leads to hate and hate leads to suffering. That was Master Yoda, by the way, in The Phantom Menace. And the point is that that is the path to the dark side. The path to the dark side begins with fear. And if we look at this overall Exodus story, can we find anybody that's not acting out of fear? The Pharaoh is afraid of the Israelites and truly afraid of change. The Israelites are also afraid of change. Remember that when Moses first goes to them, we're told that their spirits had been crushed or shortened by hard labor. They refused to even imagine the possibility of freedom. And I would argue that God is also, in some ways, acting out of fear here. The reason that God needs to bring ten plagues is, and again, this is the passage I read before, Exodus 10 verse 1, so that I may display these signs among the people, via datem ki so that you will know that I am God. So maybe even God is afraid here that people won't trust in God, that people won't believe in God, and so God brings this shock and awe campaign of the ten plagues, that's so problematic and so troubling. Out of fear. I have to say that I know the Ten Plagues are meant to be a story of power and might, and that they're a story we tell over and over again, but this always strikes me as one of the moral low points of the Torah. It strikes me as a moment where nobody is acting very well, not the Pharaoh, not the Israelites, not even God. And what sits at the center of all of that, I think, is fear. One of the messages that we can take from this section of Torah is that we are not at our best when we're afraid. From a psychological perspective, negative emotions like fear actually narrow our field of view. They narrow our ability to see options, to see possibilities, to see possible outcomes. In other words, fear and anger place us in Mitzrayim or Egypt which means narrow places. Maybe that's why it's the route to the dark side, as Master Yoda says. So our task as human beings is to recognize when we are acting out of fear. We can't stop being afraid. I mean, there's mental work that we can do to build up our capacity, to reduce our fear, but we're always going to go to a place of fear sometimes. The task is then to recognize when you're in that place, and to give yourself time and comfort and compassion before you make any big decisions, before you act in ways that aren't really going to be in line with your own values. I think that's true in our interpersonal relationships. It's true in our work. It's true in our family lives. It's true in our politics and in our geopolitical affairs. God knows that countries are not at their best when they act out of fear. The problem with Pharaoh isn't necessarily that he's evil. The problem with Pharaoh is that he isn't able to see his way past the fear of Mitzrayim. He's never able to get out of the narrow places. But we can. Even if we don't know that in the moment, we can. We are at our best when we pause to notice what we're feeling, to experience it and acknowledge it and make space for it, and then give ourselves what we need to make our way through it to a place of wideness and possibilities. That's how you get out of Mitzrayim. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a good week. 7-Minute Torah is a production of La La'asok, Sacred Texts, Modern Meaning. If you enjoyed this program, please consider becoming a sponsor at patreon.com slash 7-Minute Torah. For more information about upcoming learning opportunities, go to laasoka.org, L-A-A-S-O-K dot I'm Rabbi Micah Streifer. Thanks for listening.